Well, hello, how are you doing? How are you doing? This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, episode number 455. How are you doing? Thank you for all the new listeners last week, and I hope there's some new listeners this week. And for my old listeners, thanks for being with me for almost a decade, you weird people. <laughs> I just want to say thank you, my friends. Can we just get right to it? I would just like to say right now, you, my friends, have my permission to be stupid to be dumb, to not know something. Everybody thinks it's great to know everything. And it is great to be an intelligent person. I'm an intelligent person. I'm sure that you're all intelligent people. But it's okay to sometimes be dumb, to sometimes be ignorant, to sometimes not know something. It's okay. And what do I mean by that? I have been the victim of violent crime in my past. I was carjacked. Now, Keep in mind, the place where I was carjacked was a neighborhood that was that was my uncle's neighborhood. I was there all the time, all the time. And as a person who grew up in a tough neighborhood, I tend to be very, very aware of my surroundings. Right. And I was always aware of my surroundings. And because of that, I was never really a victim of anything because I would always see things coming and be able to avoid them or to present myself in a way where a person who was thinking about doing something or considering who to do something to would look at me and go, whoa, not that guy. That's the truth. But what happened the one time I put my guard down, the one time I wasn't aware of my surroundings, the one time I didn't present myself in a way where a person who had any sense would go, whoop, I'm not going to do that. What happened? I'm sitting in my car with the car running. My uncle's in the store. It's snowy outside. I'm not paying attention. I'm just loop de doop de doop And what happens? A guy walks up to the car, taps the gun to the thing, gets in the car, puts the gun to me, and then carjacks me. I didn't even have an opportunity to defend myself the one time and what does that do to you what and this is this is a long time ago by the way what does that do to you what does that do to you it makes you very paranoid right and there's nothing wrong with being paranoid after you've been the victim of a, of a violent crime guy could have easily murdered me murdered me for first of all that car was crap but i could have been murdered for a car that sucks if i didn't react quickly enough i could have easily been killed but i did so what do you think it was like for me after that incident when anybody walked close to me? huh? When anybody walked up to me once I got the car back, what do you think my reaction was? I talked about it before. There was a person who was very aggressively uh, asking for change or money from customers at a store. And under normal circumstances, I, you know, if I got a little money in my pocket and I talked about this before, I tended at the time when I was open to handing money to someone, I would have money in my pocket. Like say, I knew that I was going to go to a place where that might be the case, where there might be someone aggressively panhandling or may, I shouldn't say panhandling, but it might be someone aggressively asking for some bread. Uh, you know, can you, can you, you got 25 cents, you got a dollar and I feel generous, which I usually do if I have, you know, and I, I have the money I'm willing to give to somebody in my pocket already, just in case. And if I don't run into anybody like that, you know, I put it back in my wallet. And sometimes I don't have the money in my pocket, but I'm not going to go on my wallet looking for it. In this particular case, this was very close to the time. It was very soon after I got my car back after almost being murdered for it. Right. And a guy's asking for change. And I'm, you know, I'm my normal compassionate self, but I didn't have any money to give to the dude. And I wasn't, I only had $40 in my wallet and I wasn't going to, you know, I wasn't going to go in my wallet for it. And, you know, you never know what's going to happen. And he wouldn't take no for an answer. And he kept getting closer and he kept getting closer. And he doesn't realize how close to having his throat ripped out that he actually was because he got 
within about 15 feet of me. And I turned around and I literally probably had, I'm going to injure you on my face because he kind of stopped and froze. And I said, dude, I've been carjacked before. I'm feeling threatened right now. And if you come closer to me, I am literally going to put you in the hospital. And he goes, oh, I'm, I'm well, I'm, I remember And he backed away from me. That's exactly what I said. I might have said it differently as a joke in an earlier podcast. But what I said was, if you come close to me, I'm going to put you in the hospital. And I was serious. If he had stepped a couple more steps, I was going to hit this guy as hard as I could in the softest place on his body. And I normally and I've never up even up until this point now, I'm 54 years old now. I've never hit someone first just because I was angry at them. But I was paranoid because I I could have lost my life over an old car that I didn't even really want at the time. Now, had I not been carjacked that day. I would have been dumb to being carjacked. What I mean was I wouldn't have had had the experience of being carjacked. I mean, I wouldn't have had the experience of being a victim of a violent crime. I wouldn't have had that knowledge and I would not have had that paranoia that came with it. It would have been one of those situations where it would have been okay to be dumb because I wouldn't have been changed permanently by that incident. But what happens when you turn on the news? What do you see? You know, in my home area, you know, New Jersey and down in my hometown, Philadelphia, up in my second, my second home, New York, back in my third home, California. What do you see? Because I keep I keep track of the news in all of my hometowns. Every city that I lived in, I keep track of the news. And I remember what it was like to live in these in these places. And when I see the news now, I see them being represented in a way that I don't necessarily see on a day to day basis. But what is it is? Somebody got shot. Somebody got stabbed. Somebody got murdered. And it will make you paranoid, right? They will give you information that makes you feel uncomfortable. You'll feel that if you walk out the door, something horrible is going to happen to you. You really feel that way. Odds are that's not true. But can you really take that chance, right? Especially if you're someone like me, that even though that was a long time ago, it still affects me to this day. My age starts with a five now. When this started, when this happened to me, my age started with a four. And not deep into the fours, early into the fours. And I'm in the middle of, I'm heading towards the middle of the fives now. And it still affects me to this day. I'm not overly paranoid, but I'm very aware of my surroundings. That one time when I wasn't aware of my surroundings was the last time I wasn't hyper aware of my surroundings. So I know what it feels like when someone's afraid, not that I'm afraid anymore, but I'm cautious. When you turn on the news, what do you see? Think about it. When you turn, when you go into the Internet, what do you see? What do you hear? It's somebody getting punched, somebody getting kicked down the stairs, somebody getting stabbed, somebody getting shot, something bad happening to someone. And sometimes you wish you didn't have access to that knowledge. Because like I said, odds are nothing's going to happen to you. But you do have to be very, very careful now, don't you? You do have to be very diligent, right? You probably got a doorbell camera. I've got a doorbell camera. You probably got cameras around your house. You probably got signs on your property that says everything is being surveilled. There's surveillance. There's surveillance. You probably think, wait, I better have a baseball bat by the front door because somebody might 
try to bust into the house. I better have an attack dog. I better have a bunch of weapons. That's how we feel. And nobody wants to feel that way. I know I don't. It's one of those situations where I wish I was dumb in a way. I wish I was ignorant. I wish I was not aware of the things that I see on the news and the things that I see on the Internet. Now, I talked about in, in another podcast about how we have our own personal algorithm, and it's very, very true. Whatever you watch, <laughs> whatever you watch, right? If you go onto YouTube and, and this is one of the things that actually is actually a funny thing. I had a relative of mine. I was watching some YouTube videos and you know how the algorithm works on YouTube and in these other sites. And they were watching a video that infuriated them. They hated the host of this video, could not stand them. They literally hate watch two or three of this guy's videos, but it was late at night. And they didn't have to go to work the next day. So they were just watching YouTube and they were hate watching a guy <laughs> and they fell asleep. And what they didn't realize was they had stumbled across a video that was the head of a massive playlist of this person's videos. So they went to sleep on in a chair watching the video had a full night's sleep, which means they literally watched the entire playlist from the first video to the 50 or 60th video from this person so what does that tell you to wow this person must really love this video they watch 56 videos in a row well you know what we're gonna do we're gonna play that we're gonna suggest this video to the person on a regular basis and that person was sitting there going why in the world is this and they use the curse word this bleep holes video keep popping up in my videos and my suggestions, what's going on? Why, why, why? I hate this guy. And then they would go in and watch a couple seconds of the video and they sit there cursing at the screen. This guy's a sassafrasin, Jehoshaphatin, mother jumping, sassafrasin, just and they click it off, but they already watched half the video. So what happened? They got recommended more videos. <laughs> and it's hilarious. I had a friend of mine that was, that was having a breakup. A hard breakup. He had a girlfriend that literally, and I've had this happen to me too when I was younger. I, had a, I was a young man. I was dating an older lady. Older lady meaning 28. <laughs> That's how young I was. And she cheated in a very vicious way, a very callous way to young teenage me, right? Or just turned 20 me or whatever. I was very young. I was about eight, nine years younger than she was. And it was horrible. And it and it broke my heart, man. And it hurt. But that was, you know, that was a long time ago. This guy was uh, see, at the time I was probably 40. So no, I forgot how old it was, but either way, YouTube existed and he was watching videos and he was watching these Reddit videos where they read the letters of people that got cheated on and how they got revenge. Right. And so he started watching those videos. Yeah. Yeah. There's another video of a guy got revenge on his cheating wife. Yeah. Yeah. Let me watch another one. Yeah. Let me get one of these videos about gold digging women. Cause that woman left me for a guy with money. Yeah. Let me watch another one of those. Yeah. I'll watch the gold digging video. Yeah. Let me watch this. So what did he do? He literally spent an entire Sunday. Entire, I'm sorry. Entire Saturday and Sunday after the breakup watching nothing but videos of how of uh, woman hating videos. <laughs> it just, it was just, it was like, it was like, it was like a, uh, it was like a woman hating video weekend for this guy, right? 
and he was he was feeling bad because of the because of the cheating and the, the breakup. But because he was watching, it was a two day woman hating video fest. He was almost radicalized, not the point where he was going to be violent or anything like that, but to the point where he thought the concept of a relationship was ridiculous. He thought marriage was ridiculous. He thought, I'm never going to do anything with a woman again. Never going to do anything with a woman. again. I'm going to live by myself. I'm going to I'm just going to watch adult films and I'm not going to say what else he said, but you know what I'm saying. But what if he was dumb or ignorant to that type of video? Right. The healing process might have be might have spent that two days contemplating. You know what? I should have seen the signs. I would. I was so infatuated with this particular lady that I was dating that I didn't notice that she did this, 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 and this. The kind of things where now that I'm thinking more logically and more rationally, I would have picked up on those signs. I would have asked her a question. I would have been able to detective detective she was lying, or at the very least, I would have let her know that I was on alert. And maybe she would have curbed behavior, curbed her behavior. Maybe I would have said, you know what, you're not curbing your behavior. I can see that there's something wrong and I'm going to end this. I deserve better. Maybe, but no, he wasn't dumb to those videos. And he got to the point where for the next two or three years after watching those videos, he wasn't even the same guy. I don't know if he's in a relationship now because we lost contact, but you know, when we were still hanging out with each other, he was really a relationship sucks type guy. He would have loved, I'm sure, to be dumb to those videos, to be ignorant to those videos. The same way I would have loved to have been dumb to being carjacked and dumb to, dumb to being in that kind of situation, ignorant of those situations, because I would have been a different person, a slightly happier person. And maybe he would have been a slightly happier person, too. Sometimes it's okay to be dumb, and sometimes it's okay to be ignorant to things. Now, I know there's a there's a logical other side to that. Well, maybe you did do need to be hyper aware because there are violent people out there. And maybe you do need to be hyper aware because maybe, you know, you have to be you have to understand that there's there could be possibility that somebody could be there could be some infidelity. And maybe you should be aware of this and maybe you should be aware of that. I know that. But it's just a thought experiment. It's a thought experiment. Wouldn't it be better in some cases to be dumb, right, to not know certain things? To not know what it feels like to be cheated on. Because there's going to be, I'm sure there's some people that have, they, they dated their high school sweetheart. They went to college. They were dating the same lady. And they were in a relationship. And they never experienced a broken heart. They never experienced infidelity. They never knew what it was like to find a matchbook from a hotel. They never knew what it was like to feel a, find a love letter. They never knew what it was like to find some video on some lady's phone. Or I'm thinking of like scenarios that I've seen on Jerry Springer or whatever. Or Maury back in the day. You know, the, or walking in and seeing something, right? They never knew what it was like to get mugged. They never know what it was like to get beaten up or carjacked or whatever happened to you. They never know what it was like to get into any kind of fight. They never knew. There are people that have never had those monster experiences. And I know them personally. You know, I know a guy, that, like I said, that he'd be, be his first girlfriend was in high school. They, they stayed together all through high school. They stayed together all through college. They got married. They have kids. They're happily married now. You know, they're kind of happy that if you did, you'd realize they're really wonderful people. It almost makes you sick. <laughs> right you know i know people that i know guys who were on the police force that, that retired never fired their weapon literally the only time they ever fired their weapon was at the range and that's the truth never been shot at none of that stuff i know people that have never been victims of violent crime ever they've never been robbed they've never been mugged they've never been threatened they've never had to go through that 
These people are ignorant to certain experiences. That particular police officer is ignorant to the to having to be to shoot somebody. And he's glad he got to retire and never had to fire his gun at somebody. The guy that was married to his high school sweetheart, I mean, he's never experienced infidelity or cheating or being disrespected by a spouse. He's glad to be ignorant of that experience. And that person that I was talking about that had at, up until this point, still up until this point, has never been victim of a violent crime. And I hope that God, they never are having been the victim of violent crime myself. They're ignorant to that experience. And I bet you they're glad they're ignorant to that experience. And I'm glad all three of these people that I know personally, I'm glad they're dumb or ignorant to these experiences. It's one of the few times being dumb or ignorant to something is a good thing. And I hope that these people remain idiots to these situations. <laughs> you know, and I hope that that is the case for you guys that are listening to me. I hope you you remain ignorant to having really anything really bad happening to you. I wanted to stay that way because you're great people, not just because you're listening to me, but mostly because of that. <laughs> Folks. You know what episode this is. You know who this is. This is S. Anthony Thomas. This has been the S. Anthony Says Podcast. Thank you for coming by. Much love to you all. Do me a favor, my friends. If you like this podcast, and you do, rate and review this podcast on whatever podcatcher you're listening to it on. Five stars, please. If you love this podcast, and you do, check and see if you're subscribed. If you're not subscribed, please do so, so you can be aware of every episode that comes out. If you love this podcast, and you do, do me a favor. Tell a friend to tell a friend about this podcast. Bring back some friends and family members with you so they can join the party. Okay. If you love this podcast and you do do me a huge favor. If you're following me on social media and you see me retweet or reblog a link to my podcast, do me a favor. Do the same thing. Retweet, reblog, re-Facebook, re-whatever a link back to this podcast. I would really, really appreciate it. And what I really, really appreciate more than anything else is you listening to me on a regular basis. Thank you very, very much, and I will see you again next time, my friends. Take care.